0: Check this out, it's DJ Khaled. This is Post Malone. Yes, yeah, yeah, that little Chico Pitbull. You're in the mix with. It's the KOP aftermath, right here. So keep it locked. Eww! It's the KOP aftermath. You're, you're locked into the man. Check, Check this out. Here we go. It's time, you're live and in the mix with ATL Zone, KLP, K- K- Kenny yo, yo, yo. yo what's going on this is Jersey Drake, hi this is Rihanna, hey what's up this is Ludacris, what's up y'all this is Nicki Minaj, you're rocking with the band, it's the number one station blazing the airway right here so keep it locked, what's up y'all this is Beyonce and you're listening to my station, powered by the Core 94. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back in the ATL. This is, of course, the Kelby Aftermath with your host, Kelby Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another exciting podcast episode back to atlanta from nyc and t we've got tyrus in the building today welcome back y'all i i missed you guys I'll i'll be honest i missed you guys i missed coming on live radio and to you know give you guys a great show and to give you guys content back on our youtube but also on spotify amazon music audible and now our heart radio of course we're back on iheart radio with our radio stations for sure we've 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 been doing a lot of great things y'all you guys know hence by the name of the title we have so much that we need to talk about here on the podcast uh show today welcome back welcome back to the studio we got a new backdrop for you guys and i'm ready i'm excited to show you guys and tell you guys what we've been doing t he, you guys don't know, Tyrus Lester, he's our producer for our radio show, making sure that we sound excellent on the podcast episode, and we're not going to waste no time. This show might be an hour, y'all, so prepare if you got your popcorn, you got your candy. I've got my lemonade because I went to uh, Maggiano's today, the hit Maggiano's over there at Perimeter Mall, inside, a peri- well, not inside a Perimeter Mall, but inside the state of Georgia. And I wanted to tell you guys about my experience in New York. New York has been fantastic. And I'm going to tell you guys the whole trip in this podcast. So, uh, again, grab your popcorn because this show might be long. This might be a long one because there's so much that we were able to get accomplished in New York City. And I wanted to expand and explore and tell you guys about the episode about the trip, about a whole lot. And we're looking good too on the camera, you guys. You guys know we do a YouTube version of the podcast, the radio show live on Swanky 93.3, the radio station and Emory 94.6. I'm so excited for this. I've I've been giddy about this show all day because I told my producers like, we're gonna do this kind of early afternoon because it's a beautiful Monday. We are not in the Emery offices. We go to the Emery offices tomorrow, but we since it's early today, we want to give you guys longer shows on Mondays because it is a day where we're not we're in the KLP entertainment studios, we're not here at the actual Emery office studio. Um, very, very excited for that. So let's get on to it. We're not gonna waste no 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 time at all talking about this trip because I wanted to tell you guys all the epicness, epicness that happened on the radio and what happened on this trip there's so much that happened to you, of course. So it was a 4.30 on a Friday. Very, it was early, all You know, our flight was at 7.45 in the morning and it was an early, early, early flight. 7.45, that's an early flight to get on a flight. Uh, TSA, we had to go through TSA and baggage check. Of course, we had a lot of great things with that. Shout out to my friend, Muncie. She did take us to the airport early, bright and early. And then we arrived inside the airport. We went through baggage check and we only paid uh, 40 pounds worth of luggage. So you can have 40 pounds to put underneath the plane as a carry-on, and then you can have a personal item. So, of course, my personal item, and this is a little tidbit for a lot of uh, people who probably may have been experts at traveling. Now, I can come out and say on the show here, I'm not an expert at Traveling, you know, I don't travel as much as I'd like to, but this was a—I want to say—my fourth time getting back on a plane and going somewhere out of the state. And you know, it was a very, very early flight, right? T and T knows because he was there at the airport. He had to get his stuff checked and TSA and all that. Producers had to get checked on that, and then our friends had to get checked with TSA and baggage claim. Turns out that I, I had 42 pounds worth of luggage, and you'd be surprised—42 pounds. And at the check-in, because we had to board our plane, right? So I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, if I pay extra to get these, how much would it be? The lady quoted me $50 for extra spaces. I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to take something out because, see, that's a lot of money just to be dumping, you know, $50 worth of of just over two pounds uh, with 40 pounds uh, of, of weight limit that you can have. So I ended up uh, I ended up, of course, um, taking something out and believe it or not, I took out a pair of uh, two pairs of shoes and believe it or not, those two pairs of shoes were two pounds because it was right under the 40 mark uh, after I took those two shoes out. So I took the two shoes out, right T and it was, you know, it was crazy how that happened that shoes weigh that much, but it really does them skills. They really do work. So going through a uh, baggage claim, Going to our terminal, uh, Terminal going through TSA has been a breeze. You know, it was a long line. It was a lot of tired folks. You could tell there was a lot of tired folks, T. A lot of people were tired because they're getting ready for this early morning flight. And of course, long and behold, we boarded the plane. I was super excited, ready to go. Uh, we said a prayer before we got on the plane because you know, we guys know about planes. As of late, the Boeing company in particular, they've been going really, really down because they haven't been doing, uh, they haven't been building their planes correctly. And you know, there's a lot of plane crashes that's happening around the world right now. So, um, you know, we it's just one of those things It's a sad occasion, but it does happen. So uh, of course we ended up uh going through some things and going through of course TSA going through a lot of things here uh for the 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 whole plane ride uh back there to New York of course we boarded the plane they we took off and it was it's fantastic it was a fantastic time because you know flying a plane is really fun y'all and i say to a lot of people if you are kind of new to the plane riding experience i really recommend you guys going out there and you know flying a plane whether if you're going to either new york you're going to texas you're going to california or even if you're just going to florida ride the plane is really fun i enjoy it it's quiet and we got to new york within an hour and a half now the plane ride was expected to have the plane rides expect to have two hours and 15 minutes is what they quoted on the site, but an hour and 30 minutes, we were there in New York. Uh, we had to, we flew into Laguardia. Lagoria is located in the Queens area, so of course, my friend Harmony, he is from the Queens area, so he's prone to flying. He knows about New York. He knows the ins and outs of New York, um, but he was um, fortunately he was able to come on the trip with us and to really have a great time and to really uh, enjoy enjoy the show, uh, enjoy the flight, enjoy the trip. So, um, of course, we ended up going to Queens, and you know his father came and picked us up. Uh, congratulations and thank you to Mr. Chance if you're somehow listening to the podcast because you helped us out a big way picking us up taking us to our hotel riding through the streets of queens let me tell y'all queens is something else in a good way it's something else it's something that us jordans are not prone to y'all queens is such a different world it's so unique it's so different the houses market it's probably high because those houses look nice very very nice but so different they look every and when we were driving right t because t can contest this y'all t knows about this when we were driving in the streets of Queens, every house did not look the same because if you guys, we we were here in Atlanta, right? We're knowing that some neighborhoods, some houses look the same. Maybe they might be mirrored, but some houses look the exact identical. These houses in Queens, each house had their own character to the house. Each house had their own different pattern. Each house had their own different color coding. Each house had their own different flooring. Each house was so unique and different. And that's one thing I love about the Queens area is because every house was different. You didn't, there was no house that looked like another house around that same block. They had their own different color palettes, their own different foundation, their own different floors. They had all different things when it comes to these houses in Queens. And that's what really draw my attention is because you can tell that there's history in Queens. There's a complete difference in Queens. So as we're rolling through Queens, as I'm really getting excited, we're rolling into the big city of New York city. And let me tell you by God, y'all by God, these cities, these skyscrapers of the city of New York, it has nothing to nothing on us here in Atlanta. I'm sorry. New York has swallowed Atlanta. If you compare the downtown Atlanta area to New York city, you know, one fifth, of new york city maybe one sixth of new york city that's the portion the same size as atlanta that's how big this city was and you know you guys know we you make it be and i said this in in the podcast when we were live in new york i said that you know a lot of people say that new york um looks bigger on tv right t it looks bigger in the movies the motion pictures but as we come back going to new york last week I would say that New York looks even bigger than the ones that you see in the cinematic universe, being movies and films and animations and all these different things. New York City was huge. It's very, very huge as one of our posters fell here in the studio. Um, Live TV, live show, y'all. This city was just so unique in its own way because it swallowed so much. It really got me going. It really has gotten me going. Because I enjoy every minute of it as we're stepping into the city of New York. Of course, we're crossing the bridge to get to downtown. And I was just blown away. So we were, we were kind of tired. You know, it was sad. It was uh I want to say, yeah, it was Saturday. You, you know, this is last week. This was Saturday when we got to New York, and we were pretty tired because we had an early morning flight and we got there with with ease, y'all. Like we got there an hour, 30 minutes. So that's pretty good for flight time. Um, we were pretty tired, so we're checking into the hotel room. We were a little bit early, so we had to wait for our rooms to re- be ready. So we checked our bags in and we explored the whole mints of city. Of course, we had to go eat first. So once we checked in, shout out to Dallas Barbecue in New York City times square broadway area if you guys are from new york and you uh, want some good barbecue and you're in downtown dallas barbecue on the intersection of times square and broadway uh where the big amc movie theater is at that is a place to go it's really scrumptious great chicken wings great barbecue great fries great drinks so you don't sleep on dallas barbecue because oh uh, our big dallas barbecue because it is really really good in there uh when in there ate some good barbecue, and then we walked the streets of Times Square uh, just a little bit to give it a little, get our little feet wet here in the New York City area. And let me tell y'all, this city, Times Square, during the day was spectacular. People were roaming through, people are zooming through, people are zipping and zapping in through the city. And then when we checked into our hotel room, we went back out and went to Times Square at night. And let me tell y'all, Times Square at night, it's a spectacle. It is a truly spectacle, is what I got to say. It's a truly spectacle going through the city of Times Square at night. Uh, after that next day, I finally went to the Nintendo store. You guys can see it on our Instagram, Nintendo store. I see a lot of YouTubers vlog about the Nintendo store, but finally I saw it in person. I saw the stuff they were selling. Some of the stuff that they were selling were a little bit high end. You know, you're looking at $50 up to $100 in some of their product. Is it's New York? Is Nintendo in New York? You know, people are there for spring break. People got some money. People, Some people probably got their tax money. So I understand, I understand the, 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 the hustle and bustle of the stores and how expensive some things are in New York, because it is a hustle and bustle type of city. So of course, Spectacle in Nintendo store. Very, very good. We got some good shots there. Uh, we went to, of course, the Apple store was one store that we went to through during our trip. Uh, Apple store was huge. It really got me motivated because we did film in there. Um, this was the first time. This was the Apple store where it had like the glass building. And then you go downstairs and the store is actually underground. Huge fantastically huge of course you saw all kinds of crazy cool apple products and i wanted to go in there in particular because i really wanted to really physically see the new iphone 13s if you guys don't know um i did talk about this t last week and i talked about it on the show uh, i am planning to upgrade my phone to the brand new iphone 13 so stay tuned because there will be an unboxing video on our channel so if you guys are interested in that uh comment below let me know because we're going to be doing an unboxing video for youtube daily motion and twitch a little shout out to twitch real quick guys twitch we're bringing back twitch of course if you guys don't know klp entertainment network is a twitch exclusive streaming services uh that we will be having with our content being the show here today klp aftermath will be premiering on twitch alongside with spotify video and spotify in general and of course, we have so many shows coming out. Of course, we got this new show, The Hitman. You guys are gonna see a little snippet this week. Uh, of course, the first episode will be released this Friday. Uh, the Hitman, that is our spinoff show. Uh, using our engine that's also going to be on twitch as well so of course it's twitch.com slash klp entertainment network all one word type it in follow us there on twitch because we're going to be doing some great content for twitch trying to bring back the twitch style of things because let me tell you a lot of people do things on twitch right now that they really are getting creative t you know t and t knows it guys t t is a huge twitch guy t you know what what we've been seeing on twitch as of late people are getting creative with the streaming services So we're going to dabble on into that too. So the iPhone 13 unboxing video will be available for the Twitch services, of course. So I love podcasting, but I got to make sure I have something to drink at the end of it, y'all. So, of course, we did a lot of things in New York, some things that I cannot disclose here on the podcast because its it was kind of an adult time uh, for some of those places that we've been through. But I can say we went to the Museum of Sex. And let me tell you, all <laughs> I know, T, that we are a PG show because we're streaming it on Emory 94.6. But by God, the, mi- 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 the museum. See, I'm speechless, T. I can't even get it out. The Museum of Sex uh, Museum was very fantastic because... I got educated, let's just keep it at that. I got educated about a human history and human desires of sex. Now, you guys know, a lot of Emory students know about, I mean, we're all pretty old enough to know about how to practice safe sex and how sex is formed, and we all know about it. So I'm not gonna sugarcoat it so much for my fan base, because we all, we're all adults. I, I looked at our, our range our group, and you know, a lot of our range group, they listen to us. The age range is between 20 and 28. So we're all pretty grown. We know what sex is, right? Um, I, if you guys ever go to New York, go to the Museum of Sex, because because you really learn a whole lot of things. Let me tell you, there's some things in in, there, in that museum that I knew, never knew existed, but it does exist at the Museum of Sex. And they have, you know how every museum, they have a description of what it is and, you know, a whole bunch of uh, uh, historical facts about it, T. You know what I'm talking about. There's a whole bunch of descriptions about what the item is and how you use it in the form of sex. And I really, I enjoy reading the descriptions because not saying that it's giving me some ideas here, but you know, I really understand because some things I just didn't know about until I'm actually, you know, reading the description, like, oh, so that's what that is. Oh, that's how you use that. Oh, okay, I've seen this somewhere. Oh, that's how you use that. So I I learned some things at the Museum of Sex. So again, that's one place I recommend people go if you're visiting New York City for sure. MoMA is another museum we went to. Of course, you guys don't know the Modern Arts uh, Museum. Of course, the Museum of Modern Arts is a museum that studies solely modern art. And let me tell y'all, that museum was spectacular. I just got to say it was very spectacular simply because it's modern art you guys know as a photographer director and an artist myself i appreciate artists to come out and go to these museums and to really understand it let me tell y'all MoMA, the museum of modern arts that's a fancy high class museum you can't just come in the museum looking like any kind of thing you got to get dressed up for that kind of thing so which we did if you guys don't know you guys can follow me on my instagram kennedy lucas klp the steve jobs look uh, was part of we were in MoMA and w- me with the with the code and the photography with my camera. We were at MoMA doing that thing. So you really have to look good because uh, there's a lot of students, New York students. There's a lot of young adults who are probably also visiting New York City, filming in New York City, and everyone looked good. Everyone either had suits on, a lot of people had some fancy clothes on. So. I had to dress the part, I have to look the part when it comes to uh, going to this kind of stuff. Uh, The tickets are $14 and I was able to take advantage of that $14 because adults, they cost $25 to get into MoMA. But if you are a student and I can, this is the thing here, I love working for an institution because when you work for an institution, you have an ID card from the institution. So I went up to the counter, true story, TNT knows about it. I went up to the counter and said, hey, I'm a student at Emory University. Here's my ID card. Cause you guys know we work for Emory uh, and we have our own ID card. And we say, hey, when we go to things that offer student discounts, we say, hey, we're students at Emory University in Atlanta. Uh, can, can, here's my, my ID. Now I want the student discount. So I love working for an institution simply because I can take advantage of that and I can say, hey, I'm a student. Even though I'm an, uh, we're employees technically with Emory, we can say that we're students so that we get that price discount. $14 for MoMA is not that bad. So I enjoyed MoMA. Of course, you guys are going to see in the documentary. Yes, we are making a documentary about this if and I probably talked about it a lot but of course street style documentary will be will we've started post production so we're putting things together and it will be out soon and also ladies and gentlemen and I'm I'm happy to announce this on the radio show here today uh I will be writing a book about my New York experience. If you guys look forward to that, well, I'm actually writing it right now as we well not right now as we speak because we're on the microphone. But um, this whole when we've been back and we started writing, um, I have started writing a book. You know about my New York experience. I'm ex- I'm ecstatic for it. I'm I'm ready to uh, to write it and hopefully you guys enjoy the the style of it. I hope that you guys enjoy uh, the book as I write it and you guys really introduce. I can really show you and share my experience with you guys to that effect of uh, writing the books. So, of course, we did the tram station, of course, flying through New York City all the way to Roosevelt Island. Let me tell you, Roosevelt Island, I can tell there's a lot of professors, a lot of people, a lot of young adults who work in the city, go to Roosevelt Island where their apartment is at. A lot of people are probably working on something, coming home, so... That was a fun experience, uh, for sure to say the least. We went out, we ate so much, y'all. And I tell you guys, because let me tell you, yesterday's workout, no, the other day's workout, and T knows about it, because I, I got on the phone with T after my workout um, to talk about the show and you know when we're coming back and stuff. Let me tell you, this workout was so hard, coming back to Crunch Fitness after my big trip to New York, because it's been so hard. It's been a very, very hard workout, because when you eat a lot, From a trip when you really enjoy a trip and you eat a lot from a trip you just that's it you just want to you just that's it you you eat and then that's it and then when you come back to a a routine workout it is the hardest thing you can do because you know you're full you're still kind of you're feeling kind of fat because of this big trip that you've been on and it was fantastic To, to eat was fantastic but to come back to the gym has not been so fantastic because you know this workout hurt and t you know what i'm talking about this workout hurt a lot. So I, I say that to say, you know, New York city was a, it was a trip that I can call cross off my bucket list. Cause on my bucket list, it always been a dream of mine to go to New York city. Right. T but now to say that I've been to New York city, I've been to Queens. I, we've been to Harlem. Let me tell you, Harlem. Ooh, Harlem has some history there. Harlem is one of, is that city where you're in the city, but there's different styles of culture. Um, there's a little bit of, of, of different cultural um, outputs out to it went to a friend of mine's apartment this is to saw a new york apartment for the first time and let me tell you you know it's different apartments are different in new york than they are here in atlanta so i get it i understand to understand the difference of that is 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 crazy it's phenomenal um it's just one of those things that this is a trip that you absolutely do want to take um for sure because it is one of the trips that it really blows your mind um seeing Times square was fantastic uh, again that we did some more things that i can't disclose here on the show but those times were fantastic as well um some of the uh new york markets street markets let me tell you everybody and this is a true story in new york everybody is an entrepreneur because somebody's selling something out on the streets, whether it's a store, whether it's a venue, whether it's a food truck, even people with purses, uh, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, uh, Celeron, they're selling these different items right there on the strip, right there on the street. You gotta be careful about those people that are selling, <clears throat> excuse me, the off-market type of bags like Gucci, um, Prada, that's out there. So you gotta be careful because some of that stuff could be fake. Some, some of those things could be forged to where it looks like a Louis Vuitton, but it's not authentic Louis Vuitton. So I say to a lot of people, don't buy into the pressure. If you see somebody selling something that looks good, be careful because you know a lot of people can forge things to, to make their money, right? So I get it as a business. So I say, be careful where you try to buy your product from. Um, I didn't go to New York just to buy things. I went there to film, and we were technically there on vacation slash business. Uh, we were filming a movie. I'm writing a book. We podcast. You know, it, it was a business venture for me going to New York this time around. But uh, if you're looking for a good place to shop, go to a legit authorized store. I did see this huge Louis Vuitton store in New York. I did see this huge Tiffany & Co Uh, company uh, out there on the big buildings. They have a whole big store. And I was very excited to see uh, Tiffany & Co. Because T, if you guys know, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they're on the commercials as of today. So it's it's very cool because you see the history. And I think Jay-Z, they had a poster of Jay-Z on the building. So it was pretty cool um, for that, for sure. Rockefeller Plaza was fantastic. Uh, The history there, for sure. We did go to the Grand Central Terminal. One of those things that really was very—it was huge because you see these things in the movies, like you see the Grand Central uh, Station and the Grand Central Terminal, and then like the big open space to get on the train. You see the big bald um, clock that's in the middle. You see these things in movies and in shows, and you're like, "Man, I'm always wanting to go there to New York." But now that you finally get to uh, see it in person, it's—it's it's fantastic. It's, it blows your mind because you're you're physically here. And you say this is where they film this movie this is where they film that show so i love it i really do love it uh first time on the tr- on the train the electric train station very very um very very interesting I, I you know it was very interesting i would say to a lot of people make sure you continue to wear your mask because there's a lot of people that were sick some guy came into the train station and he was singing he, he bust out a song you guys are going to see that in documentary but he bust out a song right and he, he was pretty good he was singing a classic song he got on the train station with his boombox and his mic and my brother's like oh he's about to start singing watch he's about to start singing so i'm looking at him and I'm like yeah he's gonna he's, he's about to start singing y'all so he set it up he's like hey guys i forgot his name but he's like hey guys you know um my name is such and such uh, i'm here to share some light on to the energy here i'm gonna sing for you guys out here as we wait for our, our next destination and i think we're we're going back to queens that day um yeah we were going to queens that day so we had to ride the train back so very very fantastic um uh, ladies and gentlemen i did have a superstar moment shout out to the breakfast club fm power 105.1 with Charlemagne the guy dj envy and Andrew Yee. i doubt that they're listening to the show But I have to talk about it before we... Because we're going to take a commercial break. Because we got to talk about the Oscars. And we got to talk about all that on today's show. But we're rolling up. I forget what street it was. Um, My friend Harmony, our friend Harmony, who was on the trip with us, had to stop by a bank. And there were also three FBI escalades and three four fbi agents so i think there was a politician that was having dinner or lunch it might have been the the mayor of new york because i think the mayor of new york had it like that or maybe the governor of new york was in town eating some lunch so i'm walking around and there was these two guys right and i'm looking at them and they're looking out somewhere i'm like and they're running to the street i'm like oh what's going on because these guys are running into the street i'm scared like i don't know what's going on so i'm looking around like what 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 so I'm looking at the guys running into the street. They they go to the, and it, it, it was a beautiful white Jeep and it had some good rims on it. Um, These guys taking a picture. I'm like, who who's in there? So pop the head. It was DJ Envy. And I'm like, whoa, I know exactly who that is, T. I know exactly. We, st- we talk about them every day on our show. That's DJ Envy for the Breakfast Club. That's what it looked like. So the guys come out. They're done taking the pictures. I go to the one of the gentlemen. I said, hey, is that DJ Envy in that Jeep right now? And the guy says, yes, that's DJ Envy from the Breakfast Club. He's in the Jeep. He's probably just leaving the studio. And he was at a stop sign. So I was like, okay, here's my chance. Let me see if I can get a picture. So I'm I'm not running sprinting to his truck, right? I'm walking kind of fast. Cause he's at a light, that light could turn green. He's gone, but I'm walking kind of fast trying to catch up with him. And here's a clickbait for you guys. If you, if you see a celebrity, play it cool. Like you don't want to be overly aggressive. Because when you're overly aggressive uh, in into trying to take a picture with a celebrity, the celebrity gets freaked out and, you know, think bad things can happen. So I'm casually coming up. DJ Envy rolls down his window and I'm looking at his face like, yep, that's DJ Envy. Like, I was starstruck because... I listen to The Breakfast Club every day. We've referenced The Breakfast Club every day on our show on KLB Aftermath Season 2. So I know this guy. I know he's a cool guy. I'm studying MC. I'm studying radio show hosting from DJ Envy and Charlamagne, the guy, Angel Yee. So I said to DJ Envy, I said, hey, I'm a big fan of your Breakfast Club. Uh, I, I, I like the donkey of the day. Like, you're awesome. Can I get a quick selfie? He said, yeah, man, come on. I'm like, Yes. So I'm taking a picture, taking a selfie. It took a couple, right? Because when you meet a celebrity, you got to take a couple too. You can't just take one because that one picture can get deleted and then that's it. I had to duplicate the photo because, you know, this is my memories. So I told him like, hey, you know, again, I'm a big fan of Breakfast Club. Uh, I tag you guys. I, I And I recently had to stop tagging because that can get kind of annoying on Instagram. But I used to tag them a lot when I'm posting stuff, when I'm mentioning them on the show, right? And. You know, I said, I tell you guys a lot. Uh, Breakfast Club all the way. You guys are awesome. I'm studying to become a unique MC, a unique podcast host for you guys, for us. I'm studying from you guys. So you guys are my teachers. You're teaching me the game of podcasting and radio show hosting because I want to be in this business. I've been in this business for seven years, but I want to go even harder in this business. Um, and he says, thank you. Enjoy your trip to New York. And that was it. And that's all I wanted because you, again, when you're meeting that celebrity, you do not want to overdo it. You don't want to come off as crazy. I was looking fly too. Like if I looked like a bum in the street, probably not would have been able to take a picture. But being that I looked so good, because of course I bought clothes for the trip, he was like, yeah, come on. Cause he, he knows, Hey, you look clean. And I had a mask on, I took the mask down so I could take the picture, but I had a mask on keeping it safe. So very, very cool. Very, very cool to meet uh DJ Envy, uh like that. It was very, very cool. And I got a picture you guys can see it on my Instagram right now. It's Kennedy Lucas KLP or KLP entertainment's Instagram. And also Emory radio one, Emory radios uh, Instagram as well. It's there. The trip again, it was fantastic, T. Very, very fantastic. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. I know y'all haven't heard that before. Quick commercial break here. K.L.B. Aftermath. We'll talk about the Oscars coming up next. We'll be right back. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back. Of course, welcome back for sure. Getting things reset here, getting it all reset here on the podcast Uh, Thank you, guys. If you're listening, 30, it's been 30 minutes and, you know, it's rare that we do 30, uh, it's rare that we do an hour show, but we just had so much to talk about from New York. And now we're going to dabble into the Oscars. So we had to make this an hour episode. Um, Let me know if you guys enjoy the hour episodes, if you want us to uh, continue to do more of these shows for an hour, because I know each day we do 30 minutes, right? And I think a lot of you guys like the 30 minutes because it's short, simple, and quick to the point. But since we had New York and now we're getting ready to talk about the 94th Academy Awards, you know, this was just too big just to have 30 minutes. So we needed to to buy an hour for us on our radio platforms. But of course, I want to talk about it here, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the Oscars. Enough about New York. New York, again, I love you. We will be back in New York City. I promise you guys, we're going to be back here and I had my drink in hand because, you know, we talked about so much on today's episode. And I really, this episode is going to be real good. So let's talk about it, T. Of course, if you guys don't know, the 94th Academy Awards was last night. As you guys know, we are a media company. We focus on making movies and TV shows. Me being a nominated director for quite a few uh, film festivals out there. This will be, I would behove if I didn't watch the Oscars, uh, Last night. So, of course, it was my duty to watch the Oscars. And let me tell y'all, in reference to the Breakfast Club, they talked about Will Smith and Chris Rock. We're going to get to that. Oh, you best believe we're going to talk about that. We definitely will talk about Chris Rock and Will Smith and what happened last night. But we got to get to them. We got to get to the important stuff first. Of course, now the 94th Academy Awards, of course, they had a lot of movies that I've seen this past year. And of course, I'm going to give you guys the uh, the winners. You can also just Google it if you want to just read about it. But some of the movies that I'm going to check out, of course, first off, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, the best picture. Uh, went out to the movie of Coda that is an uh, Apple uh, TV Plus exclusive. They are the winners for the best picture. Very, very excited for sure, because uh, that movie uh, I haven't seen yet. Right. But that is the movie that I. We'll watch maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow night, of course. Very, very excited for that, for sure. The best uh, picturing And then their nominations were for Best Picture was Nightmare Alley. Uh, Bradley Cooper was in that one. Um, I heard that that movie was pretty good. I, I think that movie's on HBO. So I'm actually going to check that movie out. Might check that one out tonight because there's just so many shows, T. And the T, T knows about it. Uh, stay tuned for tomorrow's podcast because we're, we're talking about the, the last days of Batalmi... Uh, Gray Samuel Jackson's uh, show. We're gonna talk about that show tomorrow. But Nightmare Alley, I heard that was pretty pretty good. Uh, of course, Don't Look Up was nominated for Best Picture. Didn't win because of course Coda won. But I did see that one on Netflix. A lot of and we wrote about it on the Vox Times. If you guys don't know, the Vox Times is our newest uh article for our new publishing company. Of course, the publishing company that publishes uh Element Magazine, that is our magazine line, brings the box time. Kennedy Lucas Publishings is now available on issue.com. Of course, issue.com slash KLP, uh issue.com slash Kennedy Lucas Publishing LLC. You guys can see about it doom was also nominated for the best picture of course i did see doom on uh hbo i can't wait for the second one because they're going to go more in depth into the second one like the book has so uh very very good drive my car don't know that movie but i'll be sure to check it out belfast uh la Russi pizza the power of the dog now that's a movie that that i think um benedict Cumberna- Cumber- Cumberbatch is in and i haven't i've seen trailers but i just haven't really you know um west side story was nominated and king richard was nominated so the winner of the best picture was coda of course the best actor goes out to will smith king richard of course we, again we're going to talk about will smith in a minute because will did something i don't know unthinkable that he can do he won finally his first oscar for the movie king richard i did see that movie on hbo when it first came out last year and that movie was fantastic so it was very very good movie uh, i recommend if you do have an hbo find King Richard that's a movie you you gotta see of course Andrew Garfield is one uh nomination was really good he got nominated from Tick Tick Boom Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog Javier Bardem becoming the Ricardos and Denzel Washington the Tragedy of Macbeth of course Will Smith was the winner of that of course the best actress goes out to Jessica Chastain the eyes of uh Tammy Faye of course olivia coleman the lost daughter uh kristen stewart uh in the movie spencer nicole Kidman in becoming the ricardos and penelope cruz i didn't even know penelope cruz was in the latest movie uh madras Perellas. and of course uh, jessica Chastain wants that for the eyes of tammy faye of course the best original song goes out to billy uh, e- uh eilish no time to die it was very interesting that she won because Beyonce was nominated for be alive from the mochi picture of king richard so she beat beyonce in that so that's very good uh very good for Billie eilish you know she you know she's out there she's doing her thing so i you know hey she's doing her thing best animated feature that went out to encanto that was the winner for the best animated feature of course they were going up against luca flea the michelles versus the machines and raya the last dragon i did see raya the last dragon that movie was pretty good too but in console i will add to my list i didn't see that movie yet but i probably will see it uh now that it is a uh, academy award winner best director goes out to jane champion the power of the dog this is the category i like the most best director because duh I'm a director so best director goes out to Jane Champion the power of the dog haven't seen the movie but now I most definitely will see this movie because of this director Jane Champion made her career from this great movie and now she's going to be on to direct so many great movies because now she has that name now Kenneth uh and then not to say that all these other directors aren't good because Steven Spielberg was nominated best director for West Side Story he's fantastic so even if you're nominated, that's still a great thing. And, you know, let me take it from me. I've not Academy, I'm have i not an Academy Award nominated director. I'm an independent nominated director that has been to film festivals. But that nomination, once you get nominated, it's up there. Then they, uh, Jane Champion went against Kenneth Brucknock uh, Rusecki Hamachuchi, uh, Steven Spielberg, and, of course, Paul Thomas Anderson. Of course, international feature film goes out to drive my car. I haven't heard that movie before, but I probably will watch it now. This is the thing that I'm excited for the most, To Best supporting actress that's went out to Ariana Du Bois in West Side Story. Of course, she is fantastic. She, of course, all, and it's been said in articles, the, the all open queer Female Latina. A lot of people kept saying, and I think DJ Envy might have said this on Breakfast Club today. Um, black, she's not black, she's Latina. That's and Well, no, DJ Envy said a uh, woman of color. And I, I don't know if this goes into the realm of Latinas or not. I don't know. But all Latina, all Latina, not woman of color, she's Latina. So it's just, there's a difference there. Um, again, I'm not, you know, but I'm just saying, you know, color. Uh, you know, she's she's Latina. Uh, Kristen Dunst. I don't know who she is, but I'm sure she's fantastic. Jessica Beckley and Judy Dench was actually nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, I didn't even know Judy Dench was still acting like uh, she, and she's fantastic. So it's it, these things are really surprising. Uh, and Joanna Ellis, King Richard, oh, also nominated for Best Supporting Actress. And Best Supporting Actor goes out to Troy Kotser in the movie Coda. Again, I do need to watch this movie, T, because this movie seems like a very good... I mean, it it won some awards, and it's Apple TV. And let me tell you, Apple TV, they do a lot of great things right now. So I recommend watch Coda. If you you have Apple TV, go for it. Um, Cody Smith-McPhee, The Power of Dog, was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. J.K. Simmons, again, I didn't even know he was in this movie. Becoming the Ricardos, of course, uh, Clarion Hines from Belfast, and Jesse from the power of doll of course best uh, documentary feature goes out to quest love he is the director of summer of soul and you know this is this is a topic i like the best because i'm starting to dabble into the documentary scene you guys are going to see it later on this year street style my my vision from new york we filmed a documentary so i'm excited to do this and maybe watching this movie will give me some inspirations as we produce our documentary the style of new york as we're, we're kind of we're, we're scrolling through some stuff here because you know we're not going to talk about all of it of course dune won best visual effects which good which is good of course dune was going against uh, free guy no time to die shang chi and the legend of the ten rings pretty good and spider-man no way home of course spider-man no way home if they have won to win best visuals i would have been i would have been happy about that too Um, the best makeup hairstylist went, uh, excuse me, best makeup and hairstyling went out to the best, went out to the eyes of Tammy Faye. They were going against Dune, the house of Gucci, Cruella, and coming to America. Adaptive screenplay went out to, again, to Coda. As we're scrolling through here, ladies and gentlemen, the best original score goes out to Dune by Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, let me tell you, (laughs) let me tell you, let me tell you about Hans Zimmer real quick. Hans Zimmer, this is your, what, your 14th Oscar win because of your music? Like, your music is just that good. Hans Zimmer, if you guys don't know, he is the OG when it comes to creating original scores for movies. I would love to work with Hans Zimmer with one of my films one day. Um, we use a lot of, we work with a lot of independent score uh, composers here in Atlanta to, to make our music for our movies, but... If you ever had a chance to work with Hans Zimmer, this man is rich by just making music. And he makes beautiful music. He's made countless upon countless scores for one of the biggest movies that I can ever imagine. So Hans Zimmer, congratulations on what seems like your 14th Oscar Academy Award winning for your music. Uh, Encanto, Kanto, Don't Look Up, The Power of the Dog, and Morel's Per. Parallels—I probably butchered that. Best animated short went to the windscreen windshield wiper. Pretty good. Best short documentary: The Queen of Basketball. Gotta check that one out. Best cinematography goes out uh, to Greg frazier from the movie of Doom. I like this category too because even though we have uh, cinematographers that work for KOP Entertainment, I'm actually a cinema- cinematographer myself, and this category really hits home for me too. So I, again. As I watch these movies and these Academy Award-winning movies, I learn. I learn from these things so that way, as we make our movies, things will get better. Of course, best costume design goes to Corella, Ginny Bevin. Best film editing goes out to Joe Walker from the movie Doom. Again, another category I like, if you guys don't know, cinematography, videography. I'm also an editor, too, obviously. Even though sometimes we have editors to work on our films, sometimes I'm editing the films. So... Dune wins out again. When Dune wins another one for best production design, which is true because Dune's production design was fantastic. Let me let hands down. They worked on they've worked really hard on this movie. And I think the second well part two of Dune will be very, very fantastic. I can't wait to see it. Dune wins again for best sound. Again, Dune has some best sounds in their movies. So Dune won about six uh six uh Academy Awards now fantastic to all the nominations and all the winners congratulations now before we close out today's show we need to talk about as i check my record here we need to check about let's talk about will smith and chris rock because that seems to be the topic of conversation today the breakfast club talked about it let me let me just get my my drink sipped in here um we got to talk about this one see we, we we before we close out today's show we got to talk about this one of course this happened uh last night at the oscars and let me just say this let me say this one part to you before we go dabble into it because uncle charlotte that's what he calls himself on the breakfast club again i, I reference them a lot i'm sorry breakfast club if you're somebody listening to the show i'm sorry i just love you guys you guys are good um but Uncle Charla, Charlamagne the God said it the best. A lot of people kept saying that, "Oh, we don't have to worry about the Oscars being an all-white program now because now we have this." I think that is the most backwards things that people can say, and I agree with Charlamagne because this is this is his words, and this, this is gonna be kind of my words too. You're insinuating ignorance and violence to our black culture, and that's not right. And I agree with Charlemagne, the God because he said it on the Riffs Club today, this morning, and I agree with him. Stop insinuating ignorance and violence to black culture. It's completely wrong. We should start insinuating that, of course, now that Will Smith won his Oscar for Best Actor. This is a black man, black culture, and telling folks, you can be black and also win an Oscar quest love best documentary he's black he won his oscar last night he's insinuating the black culture can succeed in the film industry and get academy award winnings not what they did last night now i get it you know you have chris rock as a presenter and chris rock was uh presenting uh quest loves war winning for the summer of soul but before he presented chris rock right you, you we got chris rock to present you guys know chris rock is gonna say whatever it is on his mind because he's a comedian he's a comedian he gonna say whatever he needs to say to lighten the show he's a comedian that's his job that's what he does but and then i'm gonna go kind of back and forth with this because i'm not on either side right this is not a side side to this this is just me articulating what i think happened of course this top story is will smith slaps curse rock at the oscars that's the headlines of today's show that's the headlines of what happened very very exciting that you know there's black culture that performs this this, the the winnings and stuff but this is kind of disgusting in a way and let me tell you what i mean so right before chris was presenting the winner for best documentary um you know chris uh looks at will cracks a joke uh, cracks a joke about jada pinkett smith we guys know jada pinkett smith's phenomenal actress I love her show on the red table talk again she's one of my teachers in trying to perform a show in pod, and pot And this is not really a podcast red table talk is not really a podcast but uh, it is a internet type show facebook where you know you know she's she's the MC at the end of it so she is suffering from a disease and I'm, i keep blanking on the name of this disease but um it probably will come back to me but it's a disease where um somebody could suffer a huge amount of hair loss so jada pinkett smith shaves her head right because she she has this disease and i'm blanking on the name and we said it today at lunch and i forgot the name of the disease already but it's a very serious condition that you know it's you you experience a lot of hair loss so jada pinkett smith says okay yeah Let's cut it all off because it's just going to get annoying. Let me just cut it all off. I got this. To see. Let's just cut it. Right. Chris Rock. Making jokes. You see Will, they laugh and they kicking it up. But then Chris Rock, see, Chris Rock says something about Jada Pinkett Smith, about G.I. Jane. If you guys don't know, that is a Demi Moore movie that in, in her character, G.I. Jane, she had to cut all her hair off. Right. So it was a it was a joke because Chris Rock is a comedian but this was a joke that probably went too far because you know that's the man's wife that's Will Smith's wife that you're cracking a joke at so he says the joke he says you know hey Jade I love you I can't wait for G.I. Jane 2 and he starts laughing it's a joke everyone's laughing it's kicking it was a joke my brother said hey I thought this was really gonna happen is she really gonna make G.I. Jane 2 because that movie was fantastic T I've seen it three times it was very good now this is not a joke for, for Jada Pinkett Smith having this, this disease, but if she had the leading role in G.I. Jane 2, I think it would be pretty good. Honestly, I think she would make a killing off this movie. I just think that. It's just my opinion. It's not me harping on a man's wife. I think she would be fantastic if she if this was true. I want it to be true. Now are here or there, you know, they're cracking jokes, and Jada's looking like, okay, Chris, you know you're on for that. I ain't, I ain't messing around with that. Will kind of chuckles and at that time at that moment like okay well he's chuckling he think it's funny it's not it's not you know it's it's all cool but a lot of people say this and in and Breakfast Club uh, DJMV in Charlotte they said this and I, I kind of agree because maybe he thought it was funny but then when he looked at Jada and saw that Jada wasn't happy about what he what he just said the comedy just made on national TV he wasn't rocking with that and that I agree I, I agree what what Will does next I understand how that can happen because simply if you have, and I don't have a girlfriend yet, but if my, if, if some dude (laughs) talks bad about my girlfriend, then yeah, I'm going to defend my girlfriend, let alone my wife, maybe 10 years, maybe when I get married 10 years from now, if someone's talking bad about my my wife, yeah, I'm going to defend my wife, right? That's just what you do, right? So I I get that. So Will Smith goes up, Chris Rock's kicking, he's laughing, he's like kicking. But then he sees Will Smith come on stage. He's like, oh, come Richard. You know, he's like, oh, it was that moment. He knew he probably messed up. So Will Smith walks casually and Chris Rock is just laughing, 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 comes up, bam, right in the face, right in the kisser, right on national television live. And Will walks away and Chris, he's kind of shocked about what happened but i applaud chris because usually when there's something like that happens you you wanting to fight somebody right you're wanting to fight whoever hits you like if you gonna hit me in the face i'm gonna hit you right back that's just what it is um but chris rock kept his composure you know he said hey i just got smacked by will smith He, he cuss but we're not going to relate to cuss words uh of course will uh you know sits down and say hey stop talking about my wife again he didn't say it like that he, he said some uh he you know he said some cuss words that I, I can't relate on the show on this show but he says some choice words and you know they cut the commercial and they they cut the audio and i agree with charlamagne the guy too because at first i thought maybe maybe this is something that's scripted maybe that's something that is just planned maybe it's just written in the script no when you're cutting a mine, you're cutting to commercial quick that wasn't scripted that was live that was that was up there it was something else so i applaud chris for keeping the composure do i think he was just telling a joke yes but you don't joke about a man's wife when they have a serious condition so it it goes both ways with this um honestly i hate to see two brothers fight on national tv because it wasn't the time for that it was the time to celebrate black culture finally getting, and we've been fighting for years, to get a seat at the table when it comes to the film industry and you have two brothers you know come on national tv and that happens and now they're sinuating violence and ignorance as black culture at the oscars that's that's where i draw the line that's where i kind of get upset about is because a lot of people don't know you're insinuating this kind of stuff with this behavior at the oscars and it's not just trying to look right in front of and this is quotations y'all this is the quotations. Of what i'm about to say not trying to look good in front of the white folks but this this wasn't the time for that. If, if maybe if Chris wanted to pop that joke, maybe I would've cued it with Will before the show and say, Hey, I'm going to crack a joke about your wife. Are you cool with that? Yes or no. And then Chris Rock probably would have made a different material, but you know, it's both ways to it. A lot of people saying this was scripted. I don't think this is scripted. I think that this was not uh, this scripted thing. I think Will Smith is going through some stuff too. So when you're bringing a lot of personal emotions, aside, uh, not aside and it's building up and your, your blood is blowing, is boiling. Your heart is boiling a little bit. You do some crazy things. Cause trust me, guys, trust me. I've done some crazy, crazy stuff in my daytime where I almost lost it. You know, things like that can get you up there. So I, you know, it's just one of those things that it does happen. Um, just one of those things that it it just does it does happen uh will this be the topic of conversation for the next couple of days yes when we do the 2022 wrap up uh we're gonna revisit this conversation we're gonna revisit because this is a hot trending thing that happened in 2022 so this is not going anywhere and immediately when it happened and the next morning i got up in the house right I'm texting UT, you know about it. You know, a lot of people making memes about it. A lot of people making songs about it. A lot of people already don't got to work on it. So it's crazy how fast things can trend and people can start making memes and start making a whole bunch of stuff. I saw one with gas prices, which I saw that coming a long way. You know, the trend was there, y'all. So it's just one of those things that happened. And, you know, I honestly think maybe... I just wish it wouldn't happen. I wish it would have just been something. And of course, a whole bunch of celebrities had a lot to say. Of course, um, uh, P Diddy had had a whole lot to say. Uh, about the the incident, um, he's you know he's not wrong, right? What he said on in Instagram is not wrong. Uh, a uh I forgot Stefan's uh, last name, but Stephan, uh from ESPN, he had a lot to say. Uh, of course, uh, Denzel Washington, Bradley Cooper, and Tyler Perry had to calm Will Smith down after all of that. So it, it was a, it was kind of a mess, and I just I I really wish this didn't happen, but it did. So um, you know, congratulations to Will Smith for winning Best Actor. Um, I'm glad Chris Rock kept composure. Yeah, I'm sad that it happened, but he kept he kept commentating over it every 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 after the slap. So Chris Rock was fine. News reports say on front page news that, you know, Chris Rock uh, did not file any police report. That's not necessary. You know, you both are famous. You're both up there a couple million dollars worth. So that's not necessary. I'm glad that Chris Rock didn't uh, didn't. Um, didn't press charges. I got people talking about him. I'm guessing he's getting ready to go on tour too with with Kevin Hart. So maybe there's going to be some things that he's got his, his material that he's going to use for his his comedy tour with Kevin Hart coming up soon. And I think they are coming to State Farm here in Atlanta. So again, it's material that he got now. um Again, it's just sad that two brothers, two famous brothers, that that both create something fantastic. Because let me tell you, Bel Air. If y'all haven't seen Bel Air yet on Peacock, oof, y'all need to see that movie, uh, that show. That show's pretty good. Um, it's just unfortunate. It happens. It, it you know, It's one of those things that is very, very unfortunate. So comment below. Let me know what you think about the incident. Of course, Will Smith slapping the living mess out of Chris Rock at the 94th Academy Awards, the Oscars last night. I laugh. I thought it was funny though. I mean, the slap was funny. I mean, national TV, I laughed a whole lot because I thought it was funny, but you know, it's sad that it came to that. And it's sad that, you know, um, it came to that. The moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, don't mess with somebody's wife. Again, don't talk about nobody's wife. Please do not talk about nobody's wife, significant other, or girlfriend. This is a PSA from Kennedy Lucas Patterson. Do not talk about my wife. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying, T. T, T, you, don't, don't you talk about my girl, T. I'll slap you on the show. I promise you, I will. <laughs> Just kidding, y'all. No, but seriously, it's, you know, watch it. You 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 might have a kick kick out of it, y'all. So that's gonna wrap it up here on the today's show. Of course, KLP aftermath with yours, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Uh, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel if you're listening or watching the show on Spotify, video, YouTube, and Daily Motion. And especially those two on KLP Entertainment. And if you're also listening to the audio version of the podcast, thank you. Share it with your friends, letting you guys know that we were live for about an hour on today's episode. And it's good to be back home in the great ATL. Stay tuned for tomorrow's show, because we have so much to talk about on tomorrow's episode. So you don't want to miss it right here on Swanky 93 and Emory 94.6. So that's going to wrap it up here at KLP Aftermath with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Until then, stay safe, stay swanky. It's the KLP Aftermath You're locked into the man yes. Check this out Here we go It's time You're live and in the mix with ATL Zone KLP, Kerry <laughs> yo, yo, what's going on? This is Jersey Drake Hi, this is Rihanna Hey, what's up? This is Ludacris. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj You're rocking with the band against the number one station blazing the airway right here so keep it locked what's up y'all this is beyonce and you're listening to my station powered by the door, 94.